Heyo! Welcome back to the coaches meeting. Today is Monday, February 8th, and this is the morning after the Super Bowl. On today's show, which was recorded yesterday, we talk about all the things you're going to see in the Super Bowl. Bunch of other ridiculous stuff per the usual. We have a full house. Dad, Kevin, Bobby H., and myself are here. And, uh, man, we have a great time catching up on all Super Bowl things, NBA, golf talk, and then we cap things off with a documentary review of my octopus teacher. Thanks for joining, everybody. Enjoy this episode. Here we go. Everybody, it is Super Bowl Sunday episode of the coaches meeting. We have a absolutely jam-packed house. We've been waiting to get all four of us here in one place, and we're finally here. Ladies and gentlemen, we got we got Dad, Kevin, Bobby H, and me. We're all here. How the hell's everybody doing? I'm doing fucking great. Oh, there's 25 cents. <laughs> the caller is fired up today. Oh, Mr. I'm, Schaefer probably says double on Super Bowl Sunday. Hmm. 50 cents. 50 cents. So, aside from that, Dad, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. I got an appointment for a vaccine now. Let's go. When's that? Uh, when? Yes. When? Um, the 16th of February. Okay, so you have a, a week and change. Not bad. From Tuesday. My dad got his first one uh, last Monday, and his girlfriend did as well. So I'm excited about that because he's a listener of the show. So I, I, I need to choose my words carefully. He uh, didn't really seem to be too concerned about the whole pandemic. We'll leave it there. And he's coming next weekend. But uh, no, I'm happy for him. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. It sounds like the numbers are going down and things are moving in the right direction. You hope so. Today's a big super spreader event day. Indeed. Yeah. But I think but I think AIDS is going up though, so that might be another worry. Really? Funny you mention the AIDS. Oh no. Uh, you know, funny you mention HIV. Uh actually at the barber the other day, cross paths with one of our listeners, Tim Tim Allen was there at the same as the appointment after me, and they were joking about how Tim gets uh Alexa ads for this supplement called like prep up which is for uh, the gay community to it's a preventative measure for hiv so they mentioned it and a joke about it now i'm getting ads at home on my streaming devices for this prep up hiv preventative drug for gay males so kevin aids is you know hopefully prep up works so maybe you guys will get it it now on your streaming devices Yes. Yes. Um, no, I, I actually to go on to the vaccine, my mom, my brother and my straight dad, um, I think they <laughs> are all getting it. So, oh, you got me there. Nice. Well, shout out vaccine nation. So, all right. Well, what is everybody drinking? That's uh, alcohol. That's antibacterial. I am drinking can't pronounce this Stratugi. it's a hazy ipa from um, Asheville, north carolina it's a prep for hiv it's very good it sounds like you're saying strategy strategy I, I don't know what the hell i can't pronounce this i'll take the penis my tear it's really good oh it's gonna be that kind of night i'm drinking a margarita cuervo margarita oh boy We've had light on the lime juice. Let's hope there's only one of those going down. You can only have one every four hours. No, one hour. I got the little glass going. Those things should have that uh, hazardous chemical 
label slapped on them. It does take the finish off some tile. Kevin, are you having any uh, great taste less fillings or wine or? Nice Crystal Springs Natural Spring. Ah. I'm going to open up a nice full body red here in about an hour. So. Fresh fresh spring water, you know, put it in a bottle and it's save the really environment. It's really good with Tito's. Mm. Vodka and water. Yum. Rob, what are you drinking? Uh, I went back to the well today from last week. We had Guinness, and I, I started the day off being like, well, I don't know if I'm going to have any beers. I don't know how many days. I could probably – there might be more numbers in the – or number of stars in the sky for compared to how many days I wake up and say, well, I don't think I'm going to have a drink today. That's like, ah, the Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to go run to the store, hun. So – Having a little tall boy Guinness here poured in a glass in my in my mug. So it's going to be a great day. So what's new in the last week? Anything before we jump into some big, meaty sports topics? Well, I heard my son and his daughter and his wife all got sick this week. Probably because you weren't drinking Guinness. Yeah. we As I said in last week's podcast, I was playing through injury. Uh, things... We got this, the daycare bug um, where she brought it home and it ran through us like wildfire. Rob, did you ever get that from daycare? Like shit through a goose, huh? I – nothing like that, Rob. I, I definitely have gotten colds from Willow before, but nothing like what you experienced. So God bless you. I'm glad that uh, – I'm glad that's run its course. Yeah, the good news is uh, my mother-in-law who was down who helped out and then she got subsequently got sick actually had a COVID test because they're flying somewhere and they're negative. So ipso facto, we're negative transitive property, but we weren't too worried about the cocoa because we haven't really seen anybody. Um, Kevin, how's your week been? It's you signed been a lease in Chicago recently. Indeed. Indeed. And my week has been kind of boring. Just kind of <laughs> hanging out. Twiddling my thumbs, hanging out with with my straight dad, and it's been fun. So you're moving to Chicago in April, right? Correct. What are you uh, you guys gonna get an apartment? You gonna buy a condo? What's the plan? Or is there Uh, no plan yet? We got an apartment, so um, we could buy a condo, but I only make four figures, so I don't know if that's really in the budget. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that could be an issue. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, is that a month? Huh? Four figures in a month? No, four figures in probably a two-year span. Kevin's, uh, Are those Kevin numbers I, left to the decimal point? I told Kraft Heinz that I don't want a salary and I only want um, variable. So um, they kind of pay me off of every Excel spreadsheet but that I do. And so far, I've only done two. So um, <laughs> it's a good $200. Kevin is a, uh, for a marriage counselor. He's a yeah. layperson, a layperson of the Franciscan order, and he just donates it all, you know, donates it all away. It's very charitable. Thank you, Kevin. So you took a vow, Pablo. Uh, I wouldn't say that I give it away. I think it's much more my wife that gives it away. And that's a great preview in our next week's Valentine's Day episode. Airing of grievances, biggest pet peeves of our spouses. Not going to happen. Not in your lifetime. No, no. It'll be a lot of censorship on that one. (laughs) Speaking of censorship, Twitter. Why don't we do a thing where we air everything we like about our spouses? Oh, Support Sunday? Dad, I think you're just terrific. That will be the the shortest podcast known to man. Well, you know, that's that's the way you feel about it. Yeah. I love but that's but that but that's a line that I'm not willing to cross just yet. Oh my god, speed dropping All right. So um my finding in the last week, well, specifically yesterday, Kevin on the Peloton update, as you know you're on the text group. I think there's a game changer play for Peloton for those of us stuck inside looking for exercise and a little bit of socialization friends and you like to travel because uh, one listener of the program john nickel and i we uh did various scenic rides yesterday through 
uh, Bavaria, France, Italy, Japan, and Chile for an hour and a half where we also gassed about six you beers. You must have been going a thousand miles an hour to get it, all those countries. In. Well, we just did little 15-minute rides at a time, Dad, but, and we'd have one and beer per... And then you took per, the Concorde to the next country or what? One beer per 15-minute ride. And uh, while we got the video chat on there, we just caught up, had some nice rides together, and in an hour and a half, burned some calories and uh, also put some gas in the tank. So strong you recommend. Wear, do you wear a helmet when you're on the Peloton? No, that's just, well, it could be advisable. You know, the one where you put the two beers in, like the Cubs fans? Oh, the, the foam dome. <laughs> nah, just one large, large pitcher. So, we got that going. All right, well, anybody else have anything further before the NFL meat and potatoes here? Uh, no, I became a dad three weeks ago, again. Oh, yeah, Rob's first episode back since, man. What a, Congrats on what the a time. What what's the biggest difference from one kid to two? Uh it's a lot more it's a lot harder to chase my two year old around when I've got an infant that's also crying all the time and actually she's not crying all the time, but you have to like pay attention to him to her at all times. So yeah, yeah. it's um you know, having one child is a is a game changer in and of itself, but having two, whew, different ball game. But we're we're doing well, all things considered. Uh so, if you had to do it all over again, would you rather have had twins? Absolutely not. Done with it at one time? Absolutely not. I, dude, having twins would be like getting up in the middle of the night is difficult in and of itself. To have to wake up and feed two babies and and, and deal with two crying kids that would just be awful. Like a buddy of mine has twin boys. It was rough for him. Uh, one of my cousins has quadruplets, and they have all like that. That's just been i could talk about that for 10 minutes man he had the stamina to have sex four times in a row four times <laughs> that's so, that is incredible yeah wow that takes a lot of um, running swipes <laughs> oh, you can do that in about two hours yeah it's all about the refractory period um well rob i'm remiss that uh i failed to mention that when this we started this because don't worry about it we've been in we've been in talk since uh, baby number two arrived, so congrats, welcome back. I should say, I forgot. Thank you. you know, we we've discussed, we've talked about it, but we wanted to give you a warm welcome. Um, Thank you. So with that, our gift to you, opening up the NFL Sunday slate. What do you want to jump into first to talk about? Well, <laughs> oh, by the way, kind of putting him on the spot there. Let's now put him on. George All right, Schultz, Schultz died today at age 100. I'm going to throw out the first topic and let Rob jump right on it. So, do you think this out the outcome of the game has any bearing on if Brady retires or not? I would say it's a resounding no. I think win or lose, he's coming back. I bet I bet for two more years, three more years maybe. I mean, he's as he's publicly said he won't play until he's like 40, he's 43. Publicly said he wants to play till 45, so that's at least two more seasons. I, I think you know, and we and we've discussed this before. The dude's just maniacally driven to be a winner, and he wants to be the greatest of all time. I mean, he already is, but no, I, I think even even if the even if, even if the Patriots or wow, the Patriots, the Buccaneers lose by 14, he's he's coming back for sure. I think so. I feel like for him, he's too maniacal of a person to think that he can't get to eight if he wins. Like, I mean, I think for him, like, I I think ultimately he's going to, I think he will try to strive if it's seven. I bet you he'll be like, I want to try to get to ten. I just hope it doesn't blow up in his face. I mean, he's been really lucky in a lot of regards because he's he he tore his ACL in 2008, and he's probably missed a game or two. I'm guessing. I really don't know. I don't I don't have the the stats to back it up, but um, he's been lucky. He's ever been bit by the injury injury bug, barring that ACL tear in 2008. And so, but anyway, I, I'm kind of rambling. I, I just hope I just hope he's not like it, it just doesn't blow up in his face. He doesn't get hurt, you know in a bad way and has to retire from, from that injury, whatever that may be. 
Dad, what say you? I agree. The typing's too loud. <laughs> the uh, I say I'm about as close to Tom Brady in age as he is to Mahomes. That's scary. I saw a tweet, someone from ESPN that said that she said I'm having trouble. Like I'm, ha- my brains cannot compute the fact that Tom Brady's 43 and Patrick Mahomes' dad's 50. Oh my God, it's wild. Yeah, isn't it kind of staggering when you put it in those terms? Wow. In my mind, like the thing is, if he, Rob, to your point, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you that he's not going anywhere. One, the standpoint is he's not experiencing a drop off in production where it's like, okay, you don't, you know, you want to. Go before you get bad, you know, where the wheels fall off. It's not even shaky. Like, he's still an elite quarterback at 43. It's And you know what? It's like, what's the alternative that he's going to do with his time? Um, how, many inter- how many interceptions did he have in his last game? It's Two. one game. He's in the Super Bowl. Did you see that part? Yeah, somebody else got him there. Um, In my mind, he's just – the alternative is it's like it's not like he wants to go pursue other stuff. Is I mean, shoot, like his well, aside from the one kid that he had with uh Bridget Moynihan, who's probably I don't know in his high school years, he didn't really like have to no, he was be around doing any of that. His stuff. kid's fifteen. That kid's fifteen years old. Exactly. So he's in high school, right? No, I thought, meant, making... I thought you meant. <laughs> I thought you meant Tom Brady was in high school. No, no, no. It was like a year or two after he won his first Super Bowl, I, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, so, the other, here's the other thing, though. Sorry to jump in, but he went to the Buccaneers and he's in the Super Bowl again. Like, if you don't think that's lit a fire under him to, to produce more and win more, you're silly. Yeah. And so the other thing is it's literally Tom versus time. I mean, when we talk about. <laughs> great series. Great series. It's like he's not going up against anybody else as a benchmark. It's like, all right, does he have that fire within him? Does he want to keep doing this stuff? He knows it's shown that he can. I mean, if he has a losing record or a 500 record for someone, I see him exiting. But if he has the ability to turn a team around like this, he's going to keep going. He's, he's, he's chasing nobody but his own shadow. So... Anyways, I, I think we talked about storylines that are going to happen uh, before the call. You know, I think one you're looking at pretty standard. If Chiefs win, they're going to say, oh, Mahomes, two, two Super Bowls before he has 10 losses on his career. And they're going to say, you know, what's it going to take for him to be better than Brady? Which we can talk about that. But then the other one is Brady, is he going to retire? Is this it? So. On those storylines, what do you what do you think might be some other storylines, or what would your reactions to those storylines be? Brady becomes the successor to Bill Belichick as coach of the Patriots. He doesn't want to go to New England. No chance. Coach. I, yeah, he doesn't want to live in New England. He even said that. He's never going back there. Next. I th- and, and plus, I don't think Tom Brady, once he's done, he wants to get – Back into football at all? I think what, he has what other team. hobbies does he have? Uh, I don't know. It sounds pile like driving, you know, Giselle. It sounds like you probably <laughs> know. <laughs> Mom, all right, Kevin. So, I might it bleep sounds that. Sounds like you know more. So how about you tell me? I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I live in my basement here in the man cave. And I mean, for the end of the pandemic. To do that. Well, that's one option. He could replace Harbaugh at the University of Michigan. No, I I personally think he's not going to coach. I think he's going to be much more along the lines of, like, sustaining the TB12, like, gym methodology, stuff like that. Because he already has that on the side of it. It, It is an an interesting thought, though. Like, what will he do next? Because, like, I can remember – and, you know, I, I swam and I ran cross country in high school. And after I remember after I was done swimming and, 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 and like, let's be fair, like I was a high school athlete. I was not a professional athlete. I'm not the greatest quarterback. Rob, ever. do not sell but, yourself short at all. But but you're no but slouch. My, you're a heck of a slouch, Judge. You were to but, swimming what Tom Brady is to football. 
my point is, is like there is a void in your life. Like when something like when you close, when you turn the page and that chapter of your life is over. Yeah. What next? I mean, I, I bet I bet he doesn't even know what he wants to do. Do you still have your speedo? Uh, I do not. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Wait, no, no, you did. Kevin, you're scaring me. What? <laughs> you're asking that about speedos, and then and then you speedo? use this prep up it, for HIV people, and is next it thing so you know, wrong? Is it so wrong that I want to see one of my friends in their speedo? Dad, it's 2021. Yes. It is. Yes. It is. It is yes. the same thing. If I said. To you, I would love to see you in your college basketball uniform. It's just a uniform. It's yeah, not it's a- not weird that Kevin just wants <laughs> to see a Kevin wants to see a senior picture of Rob in a speedo and a Letterman's jacket. Yeah, but, I can drum but, that up for you, Kevin, offline. Thank you. Oh, also, well, one thing that Thank Brady you. and Rob Haddenhorse have in common. Well, Rob's already there, but Brady is bound for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Rob has a red jacket. I am a member of my high school's athletic hall of fame. We won uh, state and cross country in 2001. Uh, there was 31 runners. I think I was the seventh slowest. But hey, I was on the team. And uh, yeah, I got a red jacket. Or I, I could have gotten a red jacket. I didn't get it because when the hell right, would I ever wear your that? right arm's a little longer than the left. Yeah, just well, a, just a smidge. You should get 42 your regular. Get get that as your birthday gift. Uh, that that ship sailed. In 2001, I was still, I, I was still eating like shit in fourth grade. So had you been you, had you been kicked out of your uh, speech impediment class yet? Nope, that was eighth grade. So that was circa <laughs> 2005 or so, where I got asked to never come back. Who is this kid that just keeps singing? We don't know. All right. Hey, I I'm in my high school's hall of fame. Are you? I was a late inductee last. What was that, Rob? Two years ago? Three years ago? I yeah, he got the persistence award. It was you it know, was a pity award. Most times on the ballot. <laughs> this is after my younger brother went in about ten years ago. Oh, twenty. Oh wow. Twenty years ago. So was he the best athlete of all? He's better basketball player. So he was a better athlete. You went in on the. There, there's varying degrees of the Hall of Fame. I was at fame. Quiz Ball. There's, there's the athletic achievement one, and then there's like the lifetime achievement one. Dad, you, you took it with the lifetime achievement. I got one. both. I had six varsity letters. Wow. There you go. And then four just, years. Three in track, two in basketball, one in cross country. I only went cross country for three weeks to get in shape, but I got enough points to get a varsity letter. I was laughing. Those Man. guys didn't like. It was before so basketball season. I said, why don't I run with the cross-country guys for three weeks instead of running the basketball players? Yeah, I mean, basketball this players is pretty good. I think I have, like, ten, so, I mean, you should be proud of that. Well, you know, Kevin, <laughs> I, re- I didn't get one for Quiz Bowl, though, because I didn't alternate. <laughs> Do we think Letterman jackets will be uh, a thing in 20 years from now? I wear yours around, Robbie. Well, I I sold mine to my brother. Kevin wore his around in college. I did. All I, all I, ten letters and pins just and wore, flags. Yeah, there were a few I of those kind of guys. I wore it to Kroger, and I and it and and it's always weird when I wear it out in public because people have to ask for for autographs. I'm like, come on, guys, like not right now. But yeah, so my Kroger I, runs are. I thought you always wear it when you. You wear it when you shoplift, and then when they say, "Hey, are you gonna pay for that?" and then you say no, and you you point to the ten-time letter winner. Yeah, yeah. What? What? Yeah. It's always that, or when I, or whenever I steal any uh, puppies from the pound. But um, <laughs> why did you get your letters in football and basketball? And well, I mean, if you're stealing basketball, I got one in track, and then I quit like three weeks afterwards. Um, I got one in lacrosse and two in baseball. But if would you were in track? I Bro. only did the high jump. Oh wow! Big ass. But Kevin, to your point, stealing puppies from the pound, it's not like the pound's gonna stop you and say, Hey, bring back that dog so we can euthanize it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm 
I'm it's the perfect kidding. crime. Yeah. You're the original puppy mill, huh? What, Kevin's, yeah. Kevin's just doing the Lord's work like he's always done. I mean, like he donates 96% of his paycheck to charity. Yeah. Is that what your wife believes that one too, huh? What? Yeah. So does I she know any... about that secret account? Yes, but she does now. So um, where I get all of, all my subscriptions to all the online. <laughs> you better expose. Oh, you're sicker than I thought. Yeah, you're you the open, only one on the show that's not drinking. I'm sorry, Debbie. So and Terry. All right, who are going to be the most important players in the Super Bowl game that are not named Brady or Mahomes? The entire Tampa Bay defensive line. So I'm going to say one, and so this is going against what you just said, but it's not really a person. It's a it is a body part. Mahomes' toe. Yes. It came out that he has to get surgery almost immediately after the Super Bowl. Will that tell be a problem? That injury ended Jack Lambert's career with uh, Pittsburgh. Get out. Before your time. No, turf toe. That's why he had to retire. He he hurt it like three. He wouldn't heal. Oh, wow. He'll be fine. Look it up. I'm I'm, I'm telling you God's truth there. And they no, I, and they used to send the euthanized Kentucky Derby not. horses to the uh, to, to the glue factory. Times have changed. You have yeah. any ever had any secretariat glue? Sec- secretariat is secretariat the goat of goats? Yes. Um. All right. Yes. Well, I mean that's a good question. Yeah, that horse was the best horse ever. <laughs> Better than Man of War. Better than Sea. Biscuit. Biscuit. Yeah, better than Citation. Better than Affirmed. And Seattle Salute. Yeah, all that. I don't wow. know. American Pharaoh. Um, anyways, Rob, who you got? Who are you looking for to make a big performance today? Uh, it'll be Tyreek Ty- Hill, I think, for Kansas City. Um, that dude is just a freak. And I don't know. He'll probably have like 200 all-purpose yards and he'll just go off. Um, I guess they played earlier in the year and he threw up 200 in like the first quarter against the Bucks. It was like the second quarter. Second he had quarter. like 230 yards or something like that. Um, I was also thinking Tyron Matthew. Kick off or a punt or something? Ooh. Tyron Matthew, I feel like, is going to snatch a pick from Brady. N- not that it's going to be the biggest game changer, but I feel like he's, he's an X factor. So when we asked them what player is going to make a difference, and Dab, you said the whole defense. Anyone uh, in pr- so, particular? Yeah. Uh, those two mainly. JPP? JPP. They're going to be meeting at the quarterback, baby. Easy. Yeah, they're going to keep Mahomes in the box. Dad, I'm Mahomes surprised you're not. outside the box, then they got problems. They got to keep You know control. what? Yeah, but, I mean. Outside the, the box. That the coin toss is, is an actual coin toss and not rock, paper, scissors. Because <laughs> JPP can only throw a rock. <laughs> you sick son of a bitch. Oh, 25 cents. Hey. While we're you are sick. But you know what? He gets scared when the fireworks go off. Yeah, I mean, PDSD is a real thing. Yeah, you got to always look out for him. He gets a little gun shy after the flyover and fireworks. First the dogs around Bangle Banner. All right, well, what are you guys going to be eating during the game? Pepperoni pizza. I just got 24 bagel bites, and I cannot be more pumped. Caitlin's making guys. buffalo chicken dip, and I made Skyline dip. I'm super pumped. Oh, Jesus. Nice. You guys, turn the fan on right now. Is there is there a Super Bowl prop bet for how many diapers you guys will be changing? Oh, God. Over, under... From 6.30 to 10.30, probably four and a half. Six and a half? Four Ooh. and a half. Okay. With both, 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 I've got over two kids on that. I don't think Debbie's going to have to change more than one. My dad changes his own diaper. <laughs> well played, Jim. Well played. Well, yeah, I got those Depends in there. 
And we got some jalapenos in the refrigerator. Ooh. Oh boy! Also, yep. for our listeners, if there's if we have any listeners that use cloth diapers because they think they're saving the environment, just please, please unsubscribe to the show. Uh, my cousin does that. He's got <laughs> oh, four <sorry>. kids. <laughs> Goodbye, no, no. cousin. Beep. Uh, he, nice he, knowing. Uh, you. Yeah, I don't know how the hell he did it. Four kids, all cloth diapers. That's just, I mean. With newborns, you change diapers every three hours. Like you're just doing laundry constantly. I don't like doesn't make oh, any sense to me. It's not economical. Just 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 pony up for Pampers. Yeah. Build, All right. You build about a ten by ten, ten foot deep pit in your backyard. You just bury that stuff. And make compost. Right. Neighbors might not like it. All right. Predictions on the game. Who's gonna win? What's going to be the what's going to be the storyline? Kansas City 28-24. I think Kansas City will win. I either think it's going to be an absolute blowout or it's going to be like a game-winning field goal or something like that. Cuz I cuz I just think Kansas City is a much better team. Their defense isn't killing. Okay. That's so, Dad, make your point. Yeah. I think defense will cause some turnovers. Turnovers will win the game. Offensive uh, offense will make some plays. Go on. I, I'm going to go with the Bucks. <laughs> I think Mahomes is going to throw one interception and have one fumble. And um, I, I think uh, Tampa Bay will have about three or four sacks. Because he, he's not as mobile with that toe. I mean, he's a great, great player. But with that toe, he's he's become above average player. The Jack and, Lambert toe. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, up. but, Dad, so, I don't know about I, the I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay 28-24. Remember, the Browns came within five points of these guys like, two weeks ago. Don't undersell the Browns, Dad. I'm, not, I also I'm just telling you, they're vulnerable. Can we just all agree the team that scores the most points probably is going to win? Well, Some unless say. lawyers get involved. It yeah. makes sense. It makes well, sense. The team that if, scores the most points and doesn't give up as many points as they score will probably well, win. Well, and if you don't like the re- suit for a recount. If, yeah, if you don't like the result, just get Giuliani on it. And um, see what uh, he can do he with his hair dye running on his face. Dad, I, to your point on the sacks, I what I think here, you're going to see a little bit of people that have rushed and sent extra guys towards the Chiefs you know, to, to try to get at Mahomes. They get so burnt by the speed that Kansas City has, their receivers, and with Kelsey. I think they're going to just send three to four guys rushing each time and then just try to drop into zone coverage and hope he makes mistakes. Cause like he'll kill his own. He'll kill his own. No, he's those receivers will tear apart a man. Um, they need the zone to keep everybody in front Only of him. Only if he has enough time to throw. Well, that's why they got to get to him. So I don't know. That's they're they're a potent offense, tough to stop. But on the flip side, the Bucks offense they have some serious weapons. I mean, they're two great teams. Love seeing it. All these names on the Bucks side are all coming together at the right time. Antonio Brown. Fine. I mean, he's he going to play. He's looking good. Scotty Miller from Bowling Green, Dad. I'm surprised yeah, you're not back in the Mac. Well, you kind of are back in the Mac. Huge article on him today. Yeah. Rob, anything? Any thoughts you had on the storyline? I know you gave a 28-24 prediction, Chiefs. Um, what about the effect of the Chiefs not having their linebacker coach because he got in a DUI accident? Uh, that's he. He got a handout job because he's Andy Reid's son. Rob, back to the question. Did you want to get a chance to answer? You know what, Rob? I, I don't have anything intelligent to say right now. I just kind of feel like I've been just kind of out of the loop with uh, <laughs> with sports and everything in general. I, I'm not gonna like sit here and try to pretend to make up a storyline or sound <laughs> well, smart. Well, pull your so wife. I got, I, I got, call her in out of the bullpen and she'll give us a prediction. No, she's downstairs. Just Rob's the, the dog's Rob's barking. Been... Will is terrorizing. I, I I no can't do that. Um, all right. So maybe the storyline is just should we have babies? I, I <laughs> not. 
It sounds like no. Yes, we should, because we need people no. in the Social Security system to take well, like me. But you think about that is we'll, we'll talk about that parenting and the life, you know, the life cycle as we get to our review of my octopus teacher. But that comes later. All right. Yeah. My prediction I'd like to just add in quickly, hoping for a score agami of uh <laughs> I don't know. A 39-37 Chiefs. I don't know how we get there, but maybe we do. 26-62 Chiefs. 62? Yep. Origami. 20, what'd you say? 26-62. Ah. That's an anagram. All right. So no, um, almost as I bad as the be, Bears beating the Redskins in 1933 or whenever it was. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> seven, what was it 70 to nothing or 77? Yeah, I wasn't alive, so I, I can't. Your speak. dad wasn't alive. But he My was straight. straight dad? Your what? My straight dad? Yeah, well, do, why? Do you have a gay dad? I could. You never know. Well, I'm asking a question. You would, wouldn't you? I would let you know if I had a gay dad, but I only have a straight dad. And okay, and then I you could just call him mom. dad, not you, right? No, I call him. Well, uh, dad, you're my uh, you're my you're my loving dad. Do you not want me to call you my loving dad when I refer to you? No, just call me King Dad. Well, that is kiss the ring that I don't have on. But is that a shot at LeBron James for not being the king and also a dad? Are you publicly calling LeBron James? I respect LeBron James immensely. LeBron James. I agree with him about ninety percent of the time. All right, so LeBron James. You know, other ten. I don't agree with him then. Is that about his variety of wine or what? You got two different questions here. Which one? Go. When are you going? Always. Always. No, no, no. Um. Anyways, LeBron stats this year at age 36. It's pretty ridiculous what he's doing where there's not tons of fall off. And what he's doing for the Lakers. It's unbelievable. Just wanted to point that out. I mean, he's currently putting up. About 26 a game. He's got, you know, eight assists, eight rebounds. Pretty damn good. And he ain't going anywhere. He ain't slowing down. So I looked at – I ran some analysis here. Age – at each age in their careers, how they compared LeBron versus MJ. Now, here's the thing. I didn't realize MJ's second retirement, which discussed in a previous pod, was at age – uh, 34. So he didn't play at 35, 36, and 37. So right now, there's not really good comparables for LeBron. But That's before he went to the Wizards? Before he went to the Zards. But he came back at 38 and averaged 23 and 20 points a game. So I think LeBron, you're just going to still see... It, it's going to get into Brady territory in the next few years. What I would like to see is some video when LeBron was in high school, he went to Chicago to Michael's gym, his private gym, and he would play games against NBA guys, including Michael. There's got to be some video of that, although Jordan probably controlled it like crazy. There's got to be video. It's been fun to watch. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. terrifying what he's doing. Like 17 year old LeBron with Michael. Fans, so. What's that, Kevin? It could, it could be on OnlyFans. So. Maybe you can look it up on there. By the time I look stuff up, I fall asleep. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> I, I tried to look up Miss, my octopus teacher, and I watched the trailer, and then I realized Dad, I had to watch it on Netflix. Don't jump the gun yet. We're not there yet. But I'm trying to set you last, up. Last hey, night, we I got were... one question for you, Rob. What? This is a good question. What do you have? Who will be the better tight end in today's game? Kelsey or Gronk? Kelsey. Yes, one hundred percent. I think he's. I think he's targeted more. And Gronk is a crazy son of a bitch. How I'll is he Gronk. crazy? Oh, he'd just run through. He'd run through a brick wall if you asked him. 
oh, just YouTube his videos. <laughs> yeah, but I, I still don't get the how that compares to if he's going to get more catches. Oh, I'm not saying he'll necessarily get more catches. But he'll he'll create some play. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I mean, don't take his name in vain. Somebody oh. got a ball into a cactus. This Which, this raises my question. I sent out the text. Well, I, I basically went on a late night tweet spree a couple nights ago, and I just had to follow those up. Are Gronk and Travis Kelsey to the tight end position what Tim Duncan and Dirk Nowitzki were to the power forward position? Think about no, it. No, no, no. And what, what, so like, I get, I, yeah. So explain, explain. So Tim I think Duncan. they're great tight ends. Do you think both of those are going in the Hall of Fame? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Think yes. 100% Travis Kelsey is. Mm-hmm. Oh, how old is Five-time pro bout. He's he's dead. He's on. If John Lynch can make it, Travis Kelsey is oh, a first Oh, you're just bout. not old enough to remember John Lynch. How about John Mackey and Charlie Sanders? Look those two up. <laughs> nope. The, the tight end award is named after John Mackey. By the way. That's great. Well, he's probably going to get it. Um. I mean, yeah, Gronk, yeah, Gronk was on the NFL 100th anniversary team as, like, the 100 best players. So, I think he's going to get there. Um, five-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion, first te- four-time All-Pro. So, it's going to happen. Look Travis Kelsey. Look up John Mackey right now. No, not going to do it. Don't care. John Mackey is president of Players Association. got blackballed from the Hall of Fame for about 20 years. Well, that, that's, that's where you need to, like, plug your, your, your podcast that – is geared towards like the 65 and up crowd. Save that for that pod. They're here. They're our biggest fans. They're called the silent majority because they can't count. Dad, Rob's got two kids and a dog and a wife there. This is not the, he, he's got, this is not, it's not the time. Jim. It's not the time. <laughs> yeah. This is not the time. I, I want a 10 year contract extension right now. For you? Yeah. That should take me to the grave. Don't say that. I don't want. I cracked. I cracked I one of those wraps up. Well, Kevin has a, you know. Kevin's itching the dandruff out of his hair. Um, yeah. Ten varsity Sorry. letters. Wow. Oh, some yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm a hero. Yeah, okay. my gay grandfather is super proud of me. But that was when it meant happy, Dad. Is that artificial insemination? What the hell happened? Dad, you're talking about for the- an- another day. This is this is really on a tightrope here. We're in um, February. The days are getting longer. There's hope. Speaking of getting longer, how long do you think the legacy is going to go for Steph with the three-point best shooter of all time? Anybody going to challenge him? Him and yeah. Luca last night were pretty yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I love that when you, that I love that when we have a game. when we have a podcast and we try to ask questions about like it, throw it out there and we get a yeah. I saw, I remember taking Chris Crosser and I, and he would not shoot the three because he was gun shy for playing for a coach who wouldn't let him shoot the three. He played for me in summer league. And I said, God damn it. The minute you cross half court, if nobody's on you, shoot it. And he wouldn't do it. This one first half. And who's That's Chris it. Crosser? It's, it's so not even the right name. That was his dad's name. <laughs> so Rob, to answer your question, I think it's gonna—it's impossible to project because Steph is a generational talent, and he has been unbelievable the last five years. I mean, he was awesome even in his like rookie year and his second year, but his records and I think will stand for a long, long time—probably twenty plus years. But it's um. There will be another Steph Curry eventually. It'll probably Steve, be another 20, 30 years, but well, but no. won't take that long. You could have the trade Burke, but Rob, you mentioned his first and second year in the league. Did you know he kind of ha- he had that excellence to him when you were at the same bachelor party together? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was palpable. Uh, so quick story. Uh, my my buddy Joe's good friend, whose name's Thomas Sander, he was the power forward on the Davidson team. He's from Cincinnati. He went to Elder, and his bachelor party was in Cincinnati. This was 2010, 11, I think. Any drugs? And, and 
<laughs> no, there were no drugs. We we're just drinking. Okay. But yeah, I, right. I so so Joe got all drunk and called up uh, two of my friends and I was like, hey, come on down. And they were down at Newport of all places. And yeah, I hung out with Steph Curry for like two hours at uh, at Hopper House. And this was before doing Steph Curry. No margaritas, just uh, oh, just good. big steins. But um, no, the, the one story he was really cool. He was really nice. Uh, but you know, he and I were. St- it was actually it was it was the All Star Weekend, and we were watching the game together. And some kid came up to him and goes, "You look like Stephen Curry." He goes, "Yeah, my mom tells me that all the time." And and then eventually some people like picked him <laughs> out and like took pictures. But he was a he was a really really nice dude. I wish he said that he, like, he got blacked out drunk and did absurd stuff, but he really didn't. He was a very, very nice kid. Did he partake in any adultery or no? No. Oh, did he listen to doctrine? Did, um, did he take off his shirt at all? No. Does he need some estate planning work? I want to know if he picked up the tab. Yeah, that's a good question. Or so is he college or pros then? So funny he story was about pros. that, Rob. So at Thomas's wedding, the story goes – he paid for the bar because he said Thomas set screens for me for two years. So the least I can do is pick up his bar tab at his wedding. That's sweet. Class act. Are they still friends now or has, I would, I would, I would imagine, I would imagine, but I I don't really know to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. When he gets going, like (laughs) he did last night, I mean, we were watching last night. I know we were texting, but how many points did he end up with? Yeah, I think it was fifty-seven. Seven, yeah. How he was. He goes human torch mode, where he just thirty-seven or fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Closer to your age. Oh, okay. That I understand. <laughs> yeah, it was a wildly entertaining game, and I love it when he goes full human torch and just from anywhere. But. Luca and the Mavs got the dub. I think they're I think they're back. Luca, what did he have? Four, he had like 42 and 11. Um, so, anyways, that type of stuff. I think they're so likable. What do you guys think? Or do you care? I think the Mavs are trying to be like the new age Spurs with getting all these international players, which Ooh. it works out. International players like Jokic. Last four games, he's got 35, 47, 13, and 50. What happened at 13? That one I think he took off. Hard to say. Your text said 15. Nope. Looking at it now. Yeah. My memory says 15. That's never been wrong. Um, Like Deshaun Watson being a free agent. Mm-hmm. He wants okay. a contract. How much fun, are we all in agreement that it was really fun to watch unranked North Carolina play unranked Duke in an empty gym last night? I didn't watch didn't, a second. Didn't watch it. I did not watch it. I, I, That's how I good voted to watch. I voted to watch uh, the movie Accepted instead. I watched a replay of the golf with Jordan Speed. But mm-hmm. I had Duke North Carolina up in the corner here. Mm. Pretty wild though. No. It was the first time since 1960 they, that that one or the other or that they both weren't ranked. That's right. absurd. And I like to tell all those ACC people to go screw themselves. Oh boy, mm. got an extra ground. Hey, right. So and I was telling you on the college rankings. I agree. I would rank Baylor one, Gonzaga two, then the entire Big Ten. Where does John Carroll fall on that? <laughs> I had a Duke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> John Carroll versus Duke. You're taking JC. And the points. The blue baby. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. I would love to talk about my octopus. Uh, I didn't say I it, Debbie. That wasn't me. All right. I, let's do our a documentary review. We talked about it last week. Did Rob watch this thing? <clears throat> oh, yeah. My Octopus Teacher on Netflix. So I want to throw out. Well, you guys got way too much time on your hands. Let's see. You Rob was the one that watched it food first. Bank. Rob, first, can you give a quick uh, a summary of what the movie was about, and then we'll just we'll dive into some thoughts. So the documentary on Netflix was about 
a gentleman who lived in South Africa. Craig Foster. Was a, I guess he was a marine biologist. I, I, I don't really feel like they kind of delved into his background. I, I think he was a marine biologist. But he would snorkel and he, he discovered this octopus that was like covered in like rocks and shells. And he developed a bond and a kinship with this octopus. And he effectively Octopus-y. fell in love with it. And the 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 documentary kind of chronicles this man's relationship with an octopus. Absolutely preposterous. I hope I never have to watch another 90-minute documentary. Now, make no mistake, it was awesome. But, I mean, this guy was just out to lunch. He felt like... <laughs> You know, this the guy first, is the first fifth a twerk. He was he, a loser I, and a half. I mean, the I, women like, love him. The, for the for three hundred and some the, days, he went down in this what? one reef what? of you can't South see Africa. That on the air? He would go snorkeling and just oh, film. He left his life behind and just filmed this octopus. Now the bond he wasn't filming. It, Another person was filming. No, he was so filming. crew. So what, okay, guys, let's talk about that for a moment. Did this guy have gills? Like he basically was like somebody must have been like Jim I, I said. I don't know how. Can yeah. some of our listeners explain? He was underwater me, for like five minutes at a time. How does it, how does the snorkeling work without a scuba tank? Because it's like That's oh, you my just, question. Yeah. It made no sense. Um, and not to mention, by the way, the, talked about the times of when. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just going to, you know, also mention the fact that not only is he down in these not coral reefs, but like he kept calling them like a misty forest or something like that. Not only is he down snorkeling in frigid water, he's down there for like three minutes at a time. Um. But yeah, like how is he recorded? I, I don't know. It, it really was a spectacular. Like 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 the actual capturing of the octopus and all that stuff was. It was actually it was awesome. Um, did he wear a spear? Did it change your life? Are you gonna it. leave your family and go and follow a a beaver around? So so what yeah, I mean like like wouldn't <laughs> you love to see like his wife's take on that? And, you know, he talked about like 15 minutes in how he was an awful dad. He wasn't sleeping. He was, you know, well, no just doing shit. what he is out following an octopus instead of taking care of his son. No shit. He's a terrible dad. Yeah. That was, like you got that was, but that was the piece of it that made me Wait, so Wait, is mad. he a straight dad? Yes, he is. He is similar to my father, anti like my grandfather. <laughs> um, I missed the first couple minutes about him being a shitty dad. So, like, it had a different feel for me watching it where I was like, one, how the guy can, like, how do you pay bills for a year straight when all you do is dive in the water? And, and one, I'm like, the, 20, the 26th day or whatever it was is when, like, the octopus kind of, like, treated him as part of their ecosystem and, like, didn't hide from him. And then he was like, oh, it's just one of us. And like everybody else that he would all, or all the other animals would just be like, oh, he's just part of us because he's freaking here every day. What he hates life above game? water. But, Imagine like for a month straight, you telling like any sort of person that's like, hey, Craig, you want to go grab a beer? You want to <laughs> go do this? Oh, no, sorry. I had to go film the octopus that I'm trying to make friends with. But the octopus doesn't really like me. So I'm just gonna go down there and just hang out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, but Kevin, that was, was the a you know, that was the thing. You know, the octopus grew to like them, and they showed like those like creepily intimate moments that they had. And yo, the entire, they didn't get intimate, did they? No. Uh, okay, Jim, I didn't mean it that way. There but, was like, a one point where I can I, only know what the word intimate like, means. All right. Maybe there was that was a wrong point. adjective. Where the octopus was like all up on his body, and yeah, they were like, I was like, Craig is gonna, he's gonna make sweet Whoopi Goldberg to this, <laughs> to this octopus very soon. Oh my god. <laughs> um, 
we should be getting 2,000 listeners a week. From an animal perspective, ah, I thought the octopus is pretty mother. wild and the fact that it could grow horns, change color, had little legs that pop out and it could walk. And then also when it had a, sh- a shark ripped one of its limbs off and it ultimately grew back. So riddle me this, how have scientists not figured out regenerative organs yet or like appendages of the body? The animals can do it. Regeneration. How have they not figured the regeneration out yet? It's a very good question because I thought the same thing. Yeah, within 90 days, you know, the shark rips off one of the one of the tentacles and it grows back in three months. So, yeah, why the hell can't we do it? That I don't was know. Crazy. Evander Holyfield's ear grew back. Oh. Another thing I thought about, all right, where do seashells come from? Are there more seashells that their materials are being produced? Or is it a finite number of seashells in this world, like Bitcoin? They come from crustaceans. They just throw their backs off. I Duh. thought animals go into the seashells. The seashells aren't part of the animal, right? Yes, they are. The shell is what did the animal grows. Oh my God, Robbie! Twenty years of education. Like you Why do hermit you, Why you do hermit crabs go from shell to shell? The, 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 oh my God! That the oysters crawled into the shell. No. Yeah. They grow the shell. Well, I know for oysters, but there's clams. I don't know. I don't know, so, Dad. I think the one. So the octopuses. I didn't no, know that's that. That's only in James Bond's milk. The octopus. The octopus. The animals. But the pussies that have eight limbs. Um, the pussies. <laughs> so I did not know, but that the puss was camouflage. That was wild. Yeah, they're like a chameleon. Quickly, it can just change its colors was wild. Two, the biggest thing that I learned was that Craig Foster literally has to have zero friends in the entire world. <laughs> the last point, and this doesn't even have to do with the puss itself. It is. It has to do when he was trying to eat the lobster. <laughs> I did not know that lobsters swam the way that they did. Backwards. I had no idea. That would get out more. Here's my question. Are you guys got an I'm answer? I'm not going into the ocean and following a Wait, lobster. I got a question. How did this guy know this was a female octopus? Because that's towards towards that, that, that was a that's a fair question, Jim. She reproduces towards the end of the document. But from the beginning of the, the beginning of the documentary, and the octopus had no. <laughs> It was crazy. Uh, it's a hell of an orifice, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but you're telling me. But that's one good orifice if I've ever I, I, I didn't say that, did I? I love how it's called My Octopus Teacher. And, and he talked about some, like, life lessons that he learned. But, like, I was lo- I was laughing out loud at, at one point in time. He's talking about how the, the octopus was teaching him, like, geometry or something like that. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, I thought you didn't watch it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, the what does that mean? And, like, how at the end, and, like, oh, so the last thing was, I didn't know that when octopus, uh, when they, like, when they procreate and they have their eggs hatch, they die. I didn't know that, that is, like, the biggest, like, They're just weak. letdown in the world to procreation. Oh, They don't yeah, have a postpartum recovery area. Yeah, I know. And then, but like, hey, I'm gonna do it one time, and then I'm dead. Yeah, I mean, they, it better they, they be pretty it, damn good. It, it must be. I mean, have you looked at that orifice? <laughs> they got like a hundred different I'm suckers on their one. I'm gonna tell my wife not to listen to this one. Oh my god, <laughs> pretty graphic. Hey, wait Daddy. a second. You guys text about this show, but the context was his family and his kids and. You said that one kid dropped something and left off an F-bomb at, what, age two or something? I don't know. That was Rob's kid, so. But that's, yeah. But my huh. daughter dropped a toy and said the F-word. That was a compli- I, Jim, I prefaced it by really? saying it separately. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, that, I thought that was Kevin's. She's a listener to the show. Oh, my. But what she learned then? Tom Foster. So, like. And, like, to Rob's point, he mentioned very early on of, like, I struggled with stuff for, like, two years. 
where I was incapable of being a father. And so I'm like, okay, well, it's going to get more in depth into the family stuff. And it originally does. And it's like the kid like wants to do marine biology, whatever it is. But I'm like, if you're such a terrible dad, maybe you'd be like, I'm going to spend more time with my family versus filming an octopus for a full year. No, double like, down. No, he double down. Over the octopus. And I'm like, dude, it's just one octopus. Come on, man. Another it's one will come along. But towards the end when there was the mating, he kind of got cucked and just watched his octopus get uh, mate with another. Game in, oh, voyeurism? Yeah, you could call it that. Yeah. Ooh, that's another good documentary on Netflix. <laughs> there, is one, there is about, there's one about a guy that basically opened up a hotel in the middle of nowhere for his voyeurism like fetish and would just watch people good god yeah my uncle ron and you're bringing children into this world i mean i'm not bringing any in yeah that's much more up to my straight dad um what do you think about uh, next documentary we should watch. Al Davis versus the NFL. I would like to get something more on octopus. Uh, <laughs> I still have more questions about the. How about octopus. how about octopus? Kevin, what else is what else is tickling your fancy in re- regards to the octopus? My I don't octopus. Know. It's just I mean I feel like I need I feel like I need more than just one year. I think I need like a decade of where a guy just follows one octopus, but or maybe but like a family of octopuses. Octopi. Yeah, the pusses. Brush uh, up on your Latin, will you? Well, a movie that rhymes. A documentary that. Documentary. Ooh, have Ooh. you guys watched? Um, the one about uh, the Rubik's Cube. Speed Cubers, or what's it called? No. Yeah. I want to see one on the 1978 that. Storm of the Century. Let's do... Ooh. There's... What's I would say Speed Cubers or Crip Camp. No, it's got to involve weather. <laughs> 1978 Blizzard. Now, all right, let's go for speed cubers. It's only 40 yeah. minutes, so. Oh, God, no. That's Don't mental worry. masturbation. Broaden your horizons. <laughs> That's just mental masturbation. That's all it is. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> I'm down for whatever. Oh, man. Hashtag Bud Light. I'm this telling thing. you, the 1978 Blizzard generated more babies than anything in the history of the world even more than corona well we don't know that for sure yet well we're starting to get some data <laughs> report back to me in please three months. tell me more about <laughs> okay well that's just i think we've covered a good bit of stuff in today's show uh, yeah I'm only going to have to cut out a little bit from when Dad talked about coaching CIO players that nobody knows. Um, and not um, having their names correct. Yeah, and just having their names wrong. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jen. So it's been a good time. Uh, I hope you guys have a great Super Bowl Sunday. Thanks for everybody getting back together. This was a load of fun. Who's going to win the-, the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the Super Bowl next year? <sighs> Don't care. Browns um, over Saints. You heard it here first. Who is going to play quarterback for the Saints? Oh, Drew Brees. I was going to say, Jim, I'll pay you. I'll pay you a thousand dollars if that's actually the Super Bowl matchup. Okay, accepted. <laughs> but and that's not. You have to pay him a hundred thousand dollars. No, twenty-five cents. Easy. No, I don't <laughs> like those odds. Also, Drew Brees <laughs> is retiring, so. I don't think why so. why is he retiring when he just agreed to a salary reduction? Right, a salary reduction to like a hundred thousand dollars so that the Saints can get more cap space. 
mm-hmm. it was it was it was an act of good faith because they were so in the red. Don't get me started on the contract. I'll go in on you. Now we're trying to wrap up here. We so <laughs> I. Uh, we're we're over the hour mark here, so wanted to thank everybody well, for getting over. together. We we had a great show. Um, this has been the Super Bowl Sunday episode of the coaches meeting. Thanks for joining. And remember, is, the thing of it is, we had a good time. Everybody had a great time. See everybody. Love you.